Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Welcome to Hotelier's Voice Season 2. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking to Tyann Mansink-Hammond, the owner of two brands of vacation rental homes, where she manages 13 properties, making up a total of 55 rooms, and has had over 20,000 guests since 2007. Award-winning Branson Family Retreats is purpose-built for families to gather at Table Rock Lake in the Branson area. And Missouri House is a collection of historical properties in the Missouri wine country. Their tech stack is at the forefront of the guest experience and communications with a digital guidebook, a 14-point pre-arrival communication workflow, and remote property management tools. All of this we're going to run through in today's podcast. Run by a very small team of just one full-time person and three part-time people, Tyan has moved from paper to digital delivery over the past 15 years and will explain how she manages all these properties 100% remotely and continually exceeds guest communications. Tyan is also the host of the podcast, The Guest Cast. You can find a link to today's episode description and the queen of guest experience with Touch Day. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Tyan. That's quite a remarkable achievement over the last 15 years. Um, you must be a total expert, therefore, in vocational rentals. Oh, well, I always look at it as I'm always learning. There's always something new out there, something I can garner from someone else's experience. And then I try to reciprocate and help others with, um, yeah, I messed up. I've had the double bookings. I've done all of that. And um, here, you should skip that. That's not a good part. Um, So this is what I did. So it must have been a massive learning curve for you to be able to enter the industry and actually get to where you are today. As you say, you've moved from paper to digital over these years. And I wanted to bring you in in Hotelier's Voice to really explain to hotels how they can manage these properties, particularly if you're across different locations um, and having to exceed on the guest experience. Um, So how have you um, sort of looked at the digital um, technologies that you can use today to be able to maximize the way that you operate your properties? Well, every time we look at adding something to our tech stack, uh, we're very careful to make sure it is something that is solving a problem for either us or for our guests. And because you can get tech for everything. I mean, if you go to Japan and look, there's a robot hotel where everything's tech. There's one person that runs the entire place. But you might also lose a little bit of that human touch. So we look at tech as it has to solve a pain point, a problem for us, a pain point problem for the guest. And we have to be able to have some part of the human touch so that my guests don't feel like they're at a robotic hotel when they came to spend time with humans. (laughs) Because that's what holiday is about, is reconnecting and building memories with your family and friends with other humans. Well, your pets too, you know, the little doggies are part of the family as well. Exactly. Real life experiences. I mean, I mean, this is really, I guess, as you say, one of the things that um, the hotel industry as a whole has difficulty to get overhead is this idea of hospitality. What is hospitality? What is this guest experience? It needs to be delivered by a person. But if you could start by just describing, you know, what are your properties? What does your brand stand for? And the type of guests 
guests that you're actually welcoming in so we can contextualize this a little bit better. So I'll focus on my Branson Family Retreats brand. This is large properties. So holiday rentals, vacation rentals of minimum four bedrooms. Our largest is 10 bedrooms sleeping up to 32 people together. And a lot of folks look at me like, oh my gosh, what about parties? What about issues? Well, when I look at it, I grew up in a large family. My husband grew up in a large family. When my immediate family gets together, just my siblings and their kiddos and spouses and my parents, we're already at 25 people. This is not a big deal to us. This is normal every day to us. Um, so it's, and I know we're not the only family like that. So what we do is we provide those spaces for families to come together have their family dinners, their holiday dinners together with enough seating in the dining area. Um, what a lot of places do, they say, hey, I sleep a lot of people, but there's nowhere to eat together. So we make sure that families can have meals together. They can have relaxing time together, play games, and make sure everyone's can attend. That means anyone who needs handicap wheelchair accessibility and anyone whose little ones is actually dogs versus little kids. I mean, that's an interesting one. What about parties? Um, so how do you manage to target that specific demographic and secure the right bookings? We talk specifically to our target guest. So if you go look at our descriptions and our photos, they are aimed directly at those guests we want. We don't really talk about who we don't want, um, but we be very inclusive of who we do want. So I say we want families, we want corporate retreats, we want church retreats, we want families and friends who get together to do X, Y, Z. And then in that way, we are connecting directly to those folks who are looking for a place just like ours. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was reading one of your profiles and I was amazed by how well you were very specifically talking to a very much a family audience there. And it did really make me think, oh, my God, if I want to bring my family together, this is fantastic. And because you really were covering all areas. So it really is within the marketing of how you use your channels as as appropriately as possible to be able to get those um, the right guests in. Mm -hmm. But what then makes a memorable memorable experience for your guests? I think a lot of it has to do with our communication. So when folks book with us, we don't just send the confirmation email and then go dead silent until it's time to send them directions or access information. Instead, we have 14 touch points before they even step foot, or actually the 14th is when they get to the door. And the reason is, is because booking and arrival, that window could be three months. It could be two years. We don't know um, how long it is between is until it happens, but we've set up a process that is all automated it's digital, but with a human touch. So these are emails, text messages, a physical card that arrives in their mail, all these touch points to say, hey, we're looking forward to having you. Hey, this is a pain point we know, and we're going to solve it. So click this link and it's solved for you. Hey, this is what you need to do. Traffic, grocery delivery, the best places to get your show tickets, our favorite hiking trail, all of these are communication points that leads up to their arrival so that they know we're there. We care for them. We want them to feel like they're going to have the most incredible experience. I mean, it results in we get us getting emails saying, your communication is so on point. We know our stay is going to be fabulous just because you have taken care of us before we have even arrived. 
I mean, it is unbelievable. I mean, the holiday rental industry has been around for a very long time, but in the way it exists today, it really hasn't been long for uh, at all for very long, especially if you compare it to hotels. And hotels have had to market themselves and engage with their guests and their reservations for 30, 40, 50 years. And it's, and, and it's really shaking up the industry when you see how simple it is if you can bring in these technologies to automate these things. So what are the different types of technologies that you're particularly using to to be in contact with your guests? My most valuable one right now is our digital guidebook. Um, this is through Touch Day, and it completely shows off our personalities, our brand, and our properties. It's focused on us and how we communicate to our guests. So it, it reinforces you know, our colors, our logo, our photos. We have instructional videos. Um, if there is a lock that's difficult to open, we have a video of it. Um, we have a video of how to open the hot tub cover, how to press the buttons on the keypad of, of the hot tub to make sure that they know how to use it. Um, and then they don't have issues and frustrations there. The other thing is it set, sets expectations. So what to expect when they get there? What door do they go through? What items are going to be in the property and what items are not in the property that they need to bring with them? expectations of what happens if the electric goes out. One of our properties is on a grinder system. So if the electric goes out, you don't want to be using the water. You don't want to be flushing the toilet because you could end up with a sewer backup. So putting those expectations out there and the what to do if something goes wrong. When someone knows what's what to do, when something does go wrong, they don't freak out so much. They can be calmer. They are informed of what to do, and then they can take care of it. Um, all of this helps us communicate expectations ahead of time, and it helps the guests to have a better stay and, of course, resulting in those rave reviews. I mean, as you say, you know, you're on site, you're on property, but in the, the day, it's not where the family or um, the guest is going to spend all their time. They want to know what's to do in the local area or you know as you say what the facilities and amenities are that you're offering at the property itself and a couple of them uh, very interestingly the way that you manage are the door locks and the wi-fi yeah so the, all our door locks on the front doors are digital so our guests actually choose what their door code is going to be uh, and that way we know that they will share that with their family. You know, it's they're going to choose a number that's easy for them and their family. We're not choosing some random sequence for them. Um, but there's all kinds of door locks that you can do all different things with. But what we use that for is, one, it's a code that works only for during their stay. So that's safety and security. We also pay attention to when they arrive because after they arrive about 30 to 60 minutes later, they get a phone call from us. And, you know, I try to do it as non-creepy as possible, knowing that they have arrived. But um, that's why we wait a little bit to let them get settled in. Uh, but then they get that phone call. They hear the human voice. Uh, and then when they get to the property, the Wi-Fi, um, they find our network. It's the name of the property or the name of our business. It depends upon which property. But there's no code. All they have to do is drop in their email address and they get access to it. And then we also have a little checkbox for GDPR. Would they like to be added to our marketing email list? And guess what? We now have increased our marketing newsletter tremendously above and beyond that one booking email. Because like I said, large properties, lots of folks coming, they drop their email in and most people say, yeah, I want to hear from you some more. 
that's fantastic and as you say seeming as you've got a brand you've got multiple properties there's potential for these return guests or spreading the word i mean you know oh, referrals yeah. must be massive for you guys it's it's wonderful and, and it's, it's referrals as if they don't come back every year but when you get an email from a guest 12 years ago who says we stayed with you for mom's 80th birthday well, mom has passed, but now it's dad's 90th birthday and we want to come back and we know we specifically want to stay with you, but we need a larger house. What you got? I mean, 12 years, she goes, we've stayed on your email list this long because we know we want to come back to you. That's fantastic. And you say that is all about delivering experiences. It doesn't matter if you're a holiday rental or you're a hotel or you're a B&B it's all about that hospitality, that that experience that you can deliver. Now, I mean, you don't just use technology to manage the guest. You also use technology very cleverly to manage the property as a whole. Can you tell us about the different sort of uh, tech that you're using within property uh, to stay on top of the maintenance and uh, any other issues that you experience? Mm -hmm. One of our biggest things is the thermostats. Um, those are Wi-Fi connected. So with my phone, I control the heat and AC in every single one of my properties, um, no matter where I am. So, you know, when I travel to the UK in May, I'm going to be, you know, managing uh -huh. the, the thermostats. Um, but they all also have locks on them, which is nice. So I can set it. You can't go any lower than XYZ. You can't go any higher than XYZ. And this keeps the temperatures within a energy efficient in comfortable range. One of the things about Missouri, where my properties are, is it gets hot here. I mean, sweltering hot plus 100% humidity. It can be miserable. And what guests think they can do is drop that thermostat way low and that'll make it cool faster, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> what happens is they end up freezing the units and then the unit has to be shut off for 24 hours to thaw and then they have loss of their ac cooling uh, so those locks are so important to make sure they don't go below that danger point um, and they keep their ac the entire time instead of losing it so that that is one very important piece of tech to manage the properties the other one is a noise monitor. Now this noise monitor does not record any voices or anything. It just tracks the decibels of what is in the room. In addition, it also tracks um, how much movement is in a room and the temperature in the room. So putting these three points together can help me know if there really is a party going on or if it's a lot of women sitting with wine and sharing stories and they're just being loud and having a great time. Um, so having those extra points of reference to cross, I know if I need to take care of an issue or not. Um, very few times we've had to contact the guests and it's usually a quick text saying, hey, we know you're having a wonderful time. You know, out of respect to the guest, your noise level needs to be no louder than a dinner party. And you have exceeded that for the last 10 minutes. Please bring it down immediately. And putting it into that type of you know, not just, hey, you've exceeded 80 decibels of volume. Who knows what 80 decibels of volume is, right? Um, so telling them this is our limit of noise, you know, just be respectful, bring it down, and they're good about it. That's excellent. And I say, if you're able to communicate in that way, rather than having to pick up a phone, people are much more responsive to that way of communication. And the way you use IoT devices is just 
absolutely fantastic um, because they're so easy to install, so easy to connect um, to, I mean, as you say, your phone and you can be able to use and manage that anywhere. Um, it, it gives a lot of hope really to anybody running multiple properties that they don't need someone on site the entire time if they right. have that connection there. Right. Now, it's one of my, th I mean, my guests that I get to meet is a handful a year. That is it. Um, mm -hmm. But because of the way we communicate before and during and after, they feel like they know us. And what's very important, um, as Maya Angelou has said, you know, people remember how you make them feel, not necessarily what you said or did, but how you made them feel. And I think everyone in hospitality, no matter the type of lodging or type of hospitality you're in, that's the most important thing is how you make your guests feel. So, I mean, you started off at the beginning of this conversation talking about your properties. And um, in particular, I want to cover off here what makes a holiday rental property, um, because you've got some purpose built properties. And I'm very keen to really understand what makes a real purpose built holiday rental property, um, just so we got a bit of an idea of what hotels really are competing against. Sure. So our purpose-built vacation rentals are specifically built in communities and neighborhoods that are for vacation rentals. So they're not in neighborhoods of residentials, although someone could totally move in and live full-time there, but it is a community that is for holiday goers to come to. So there's amenities that are in the neighborhood. So the outdoor pools, the indoor pools, the playgrounds, things like that. But in our houses specifically, um, we add things that folks might not necessarily get at home and it, they're placed very strategically for comfort. So for instance, when you wanna go plug in your phone to charge it at night, we make sure there's USB outlets right next to the bed. Very easy access. You don't have to move any furniture, they're right there. Then plus extra outlets for all those devices that they do bring. Um, in the kitchen, we have all your small appliances that you wanna use, plus some other ones you wish you could use at home. Um, the KitchenAid mixer. When as soon as I got one at home, I'm like, oh, my gosh, my rentals need this because when you're cooking pancakes for a large family, you've got to have the electric mixer. You've got to have the electric griddles. Um, you've got to have extra silverware, pots and pans, all of that extra for the comfort of your guests. And, and then I mentioned the dining area. Everybody's got to be able to sit together. So we make sure everyone has a place at the table. Uh, the other things we do is we pay attention to the lighting, to the outdoor space, making sure the lounge area is conducive to relaxing with a glass of wine or a pint of beer. And then you've got a view. So the comfort level of everything is, and with those details, we make sure uh, folks are going to be taken care of and that they know we've thought ahead of time. Uh, our current gift that we give our guests is very much in line with that. Uh, so for the winter, what we did is half a pound of coffee. We have some um, camping mugs to take home, a beanie because it gets a little cold here in the winter, plus my favorite, an apron. So an apron to put on with our logo, they can cook with it while they're on holiday with their family, and then they get to choose who gets to take it home. And um, then they'll have that memory of us all year round. That's absolutely wonderful. I mean, that, what great little gifts to be able to take home with you and just remember your stay. And um, there's so sort of things are so useful. Um, some of the giveaways, as you say, they just don't um, stand the test of time in any way. Um, but 
you are, have been actually sharing your best practice for quite some time now. Um, so just to round off the, the round off our, our, our chat today, please, Tyanne, tell us about this guest, the guest cast. Yeah, the guest cast, a podcast that interviews travelers, because I know in our lodging industry, we like to, we hear each other all the time. Okay. We get in this stuck in this bubble in this vacuum of all of us sharing our best practices, but we wanted to reach out and to the travelers and ask the travelers, what is memorable? What made this the best experience or the worst experience of your life? Or what, how did this experience change your life, change the trajectory of how you live or how you conduct business? So we went out to travelers, had them tell their story, and then we discuss how we as lodging operators can apply it to our businesses. Very simple things that came out of this, like making sure you call your guests by name, not just guests or traveler, um, actually calling them by name, you know, brings you to the Louis Vuitton experience because that's what Louis Vuitton does is every person who walks in the door, they're a name. They know ahead of time who they are. So this, the guest cast explores all those travel stories and what made a huge impact um, in in their travels. Oh, that's lovely. And it's always nice to hear from, as you say, the guests and their experiences, their memories that they had, especially if they're coming together for unique celebrations and unique moments, um, because it just inspires so many people, doesn't it? And, you know, you, 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 you are the queen of guest experience with Touch Day, the digital book, as you said earlier. What an accolade to have there as well. Have you got your crown? I do, actually. Um... I was looking at my desk. It's not on my desk right now. I just went to Mexico for my birthday and I took it with me. And uh, that was quite fun to wear it around the resort and uh, get some happy birthdays. Excellent. Well, congratulations, Tyanne, especially over your last 15 years of being able to run a vacation rental, you know, a hospitality business completely digitally, 55 rooms. It's just absolutely incredible with over 20,000 guests. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So this has been Hotelier's Voice Season 2. Check out all our other episodes on Travel Market Life, where we've got interviews coming up from a whole range of hotel groups, independent hotels, as well as hotel consultants. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.